Welcome to IPR Radio. I am Sanjay Mukherjee. In this episode, we speak to Ms. Anupa Velusamy, founder Kovai BSF, on exploring the buzz around black soldier fry larva in animal nutrition. Ms. Velusamy is a business strategist in waste management with end-to-end operational excellence in black soldier fly farming. An engineer by profession, she ventured into BSF farming in 2017 as a sustainable solution for waste processing. Ms. Velusamy also has an MBA from Birla Institute of Management and has completed a course in international business from Rouen Business School, France. She acquired a passion and knowledge for sustainable technology in the aqua industry during a four-year stay in Singapore and eventually specialized in black soldier fly farming and post-harvest processing as a sustainable feed option for pet, aquaculture and poultry industries. After the break... In the orchestra of life, each creature plays a part. At Sapience, we see the web of life, where the health of animals reverberates through ecosystems and societies. With innovative technologies, we're redefining the future of agribusiness, sustainably enhancing productivity and profitability. We don't just dream of a better future. We make it. Food safety, quality, and security These aren't just words. They're our mission. We're sapiens. And we're committed to healthier animals because we believe in healthier living. Be a part of our melody. And together, let's compose a better world. For more information about our products and solutions, log into sapiensagree.com. Good morning, Mr. Velusami, and welcome to IPR Radio. Hi, Mr. Sanjay. Uh, It's a pleasure to join you today. Thank you for coming. Uh, There's a lot of uh, action happening, a lot of research happening, a lot of talk happening on the use of black soldier fly larva as an alternative source of protein. Uh, So it's interesting to have you on the show today and uh, I'd like to ask you a few questions in that uh, context. So you describe yourself as a strategist in wet waste management. Can you please explain what this is? And tell us how this impacts the uh, animal agriculture sector. Okay, uh, so uh, myself uh, into waste processing, especially wet waste, we do it using BSF. So that is the difference from the traditional processing method. So BSF has two win, uh, two sides of it. One is like it is a, it is I can even call that as a machine by itself, which can process wet waste very efficiently, uh, which we have experienced for past uh, five years. And in the other end, we want to, uh, we have a biomass also, like generated out of this process as a, as a larvae, which we want to get uh, used uh, in agriculture sector, especially in, as an animal feed, which is like a straightforward uh, uh, progress uh, for this, because uh, larvae consumption is a natural source of feed for these uh, animals over billion of years there. Uh, gut is being already uh, used with these uh, insects in a very natural way. So it's nothing new uh, to convert this uh, biomass as a feed. So in one end, BSFL uh, is a, is a, serves as a pain killer like uh, for our waste problem, especially in Indian scenario, where the mixed waste or uh, mixed plastic and organic waste is creating a huge problem. Segregation is, is like, source segregation is like a must 
and if we can solve the bed waste problem most of the plastics will find its way to its recycling bin that's what we understood that's what we practically see so mm-hmm. solve where from the source if we can solve or process the bed waste properly instead of getting mixed up with plastics then it's it's, it's a very very uh, crucial and important uh, step uh, towards our waste processing so that is not happening in india right now, properly because the process is time consuming the process doesn't give economical output or the process involves a lot of energy or the the process is not like a uh, we couldn't repeat the process uh, on a regular interval because the accumulation of waste is is on daily basis and uh, the process it should be short and it should be consistent in the output what we are getting so here we are employing bsf so that is one major uh, point for us it's not just uh, bsfl is weird for or formed for uh, feed it's like one side only we are seeing it as a feed okay. because we want okay. to get the biomass used in a proper channel and mm-hmm. the other end it's 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 highly important for us to process this waste via bsfl because it it shows such a versatility and extremely efficient in processing bed waste so that is the reason uh, we want to uh, like this entire uh, farming of bsfl involves both so we have to take care of the wet waste the processing and we also have to uh, process the biomass into a proper uh, feed ingredient um in the other end we have the compost also which, which is like a biofertilizer directly used in agriculture and when we when we talk about this compost uh we also have to take keep it in mind this entire scenario of agriculture um, more focused in focusing on npk values on the fertilizing part is is gradually shifting gradually shifting mm-hmm. towards on the microbial side because people started and more and researches are happening and people started to understand the microbial load required uh, though npk is a major macronutrient but uh the availability of microbes itself without even giving npk directly now we can even uh, there are studies that can be uh, shows that we can tap it in atmosphere also like nitrogen and nitrogen fixing bacteria all those things and the science uh, behind it so uh, bsfl is like three wing now one is on the waste processing and the other one is a biomass can be used right now immediately as a feed ingredient and the compost can be used in agriculture so nothing is going waste out of the asset farm and it totally processes the waste uh, which we generate almost one third of our production of uh, whatever food produce we do is going as waste so a totally a sustainable environment a 360 view of uh, sustainability comes into play with this asset uh, industry right right so how i mean since we are ultimately using bsfl in as an or, or we are kind of portraying it as an alternative protein source for uh, aquaculture for pets and for the poultry sector how does the nutritional uh, profile of bsfl compare to the traditional feed sources that we have so we always face this question of uh, nutrition comparison and uh, especially in poultry segment i'll i'll talk about aqua and pet uh, yeah. later So when we talk about poultry sector, the immediate question is whether BSFL can be a replacement for the uh, existing protein source that is soya. Yeah. So uh, I want to say 
these two were different protein as such the soya okay. is a plant based protein and bsfl is totally animal based protein the bioavailability is different the protein percentage we can't directly talk on the protein percentage but the bioavailability plays a very important role uh when you take uh, aqua uh, and when you see how things have moved forward in western countries replacing salmon feed with uh, bsfl almost uh, 40% replacement has been achieved so where sustainability on wild caught fish is being looked upon where the trend of uh, aquaculture itself in world level is moving from a uh, wild caught uh, fishing into uh, inland fishing form so it is an absolute requirement there is no point for aquaculture to catch wild caught fish and mix it in a feed and then feed it to an inland farming feed as a feed and then make this as an economical viable product so that's where insect as such as a whole is playing an important role there on sustainability and making this an economical viable project uh, so same goes with pet segment uh, which is a niche i would say but saying all this this would be a base uh, with all this if we talk about nutritional value i would replace uh, bsfl or compare bsfl with uh, fish meat rather than okay. soya or plant based uh, protein source why uh, because of the omega level it has a uh, good uh, level of omega though comparatively to fish it, ca- it can't be total replacement of fish meat because omega 3 is less omega 6 and 9 is ample with bsfl at least to the uh, test reports that we have from our uh, farm grown uh, bsfl the other point is uric acid presence i would say uh, bsfl would be one of the uh, only source of animal nutrition animal fatty acid which has uric acid that's quite okay. quite unique about the bsfl oil uh, when we talk about uric acid it goes directly directly proportional to the general health of uh, the animal that is getting consumed so there are various uh, different aspects and nuances on the nutritional level for bsfl which need to be explored more than directly comparing on just on the protein level so there we have a uh, difference so even if we talk about the amps which is your, like a talking point for bsfl uh, antimicrobial peptide uh, very very crucial uh, for improving the resistance uh, in in animals uh, in fighting against uh, viral infections which are like very very uh, commercially important aspects uh, even if you consider shrimp or aqua it's a highly important uh, uh, aspects which need to be looked upon so there uh, it can be a supplemental addition very much economically viable and gives a good uh, economic prospect also uh, to look into as a supplement of a bsf so uh for the studies are required even in amp we have to see whether it can be a complete uh, uh, inclusions or what is the percentage inclusions required so uh, on a whole it's not just a protein replacement mm-hmm. there are deeper things involved uh, for this yeah. why i'm saying is the environment in which bsfl is grown it processes waste so it has so many so many bacterial loads and it generates all this uh, Uh, antimicrobial uh, biomolecules to fight against it so it gives a natural immunity and these enzymes are in turn uh, is taken into the feed for the higher animals so uh, the effect is and performance of bsfl is absolutely 
uh, true actually and that has been proven with the studies also it stays at par with fish meal and in some cases it is superior to fish meal as well okay so since we are speaking about fish meal and uh, bsfl of course soya is there also in the picture so how how would you uh, would you rate the use of bsfl as a cost effective uh, how cost effective is it because we know that fish meal is is not a very cost it's expensive compared to soya and stuff so, yeah. so therefore how is uh, how does bsfl compare as uh, th that's obviously what industry is looking for uh, uh, sanjay right now yeah. whether basically industry will address uh, the requirement of poultry industry as far as soya is concerned on replacing uh, soya or whether it can help in at least in sterilized fish meal pricing level if we can reduce on that so uh, to my understanding as basically industry processing industry of food Uh, BSFL product will be somewhere in between soya price and the fish meal price. Uh, right. It definitely won't go uh, beyond fish meal price, especially meat. BSFL meal I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I really doubt whether uh, it will fall below soya meal price. Why okay. I'm saying is uh, because directly there is it's a long chain of uh, production that is happening to achieve the BSFL meal. So stage wise uh, cost. is also getting added but when we uh, uh, go as a as a volume as as an industry that can be some stages and steps where we can reduce efficiency uh, reduce the cost and bringing in efficiency volume mm -hmm. efficiency can be brought but uh, not below soya soya right. is like two third of the feed industry protein level yeah. is being used in soya yeah. i yeah. i don't foresee that replacement will ever happen with the Right. But right. the uh, addition will help in uh, supplemental improvement. So uh, even in uh, poultry, that could be some level of uh, inclusion of BSFL uh, okay. without okay. impairing the cost uh, or increasing on the FCR or increasing on the additional benefits that they gain. Uh, so uh, I think that will match up as the industry goes. We'll be back after a short commercial break. That is a wake-up call against the growing shadow of antibiotic resistance over our poultry, our health, and our world. To fight this menace, Excelsio, a natural antibiotic free performance enhancer, marshals an army of bacteriophages, each engineered by evolution to engage a specific bacterial adversary. Excelsio uses a cocktail of bacteriophages that protects your flock against various strains of salmonella, E coli, clostridium, perfringens, and staphylococcus aureus. Excelsio is more than a product. It's our shield against antimicrobial resistance. It's our stand for a safer, healthier future. For more information about our products and solutions, log into sapiensagri.com. So how does the nutritional content of uh Uh, BSFL changed during the life cycle, you know, and how does it impact its suitability at uh, for different animal species? Right, uh, BSFL, uh, the lifespan of the larvae before we harvest that for feed is just for is fifteen days, fifteen to eighteen days. Uh, it start the harvesting starts in twelve days, 
so that's when uh, the nutrition level or the protein level uh, is higher so that that most of the players in the industry would be working around the 12th 12th day to 15th okay. day of harvest so uh, that is the uh, reports we have with the higher uric uh, acid and omega you know and as i already mentioned fatty acid profile can be tuned with the feed substrate that we are giving so there is one more point i wanted to add the pricing again it also mm. in as the industry grows it also may vary from which substrate we process the bsm because it matters it matters uh, and it reflects on the profile of uh, bsm output also so uh, if you ask me whether there is a consistency we can bring in consistency based on the substrate uh, that is being in which it is being processed and the price will also vary based on the substrate it will it, it gets processed how uh, uh, as as the industry feed industry looks at it how we can bring that to a practical uh, in in purchasing terms uh, could be challenging and uh, only days as the industry goes has to answer it but yes and the nutritional profile wise uh, that is a variance in uh, uh, in stages of uh, larvae harvest and also using the substrate which we have a harvest larvae right right so does the inclusion of uh, black soldier fly larva in the diet impact its taste and quality of the meat product oh, you know oh. that is derived from these animals in the long run so does it impact that yes of course the studies that has been done already there are uh, variety of studies that has been done with the different livestock uh, on on how the bsf is impacting on the palatability on mm. the taste and texture uh, firmness of the end product end product so if you see the hens uh, yolk color uh, where the yellow yolk color is preferred and highly marketable uh, comparing to uh, country chickens Uh, that your color improves with the bsf inclusion and uh, you, you would be surprised to see just 2 to 3% inclusion of bsf right bsf in uh, the birds diet is giving that change so mm -hmm. that is one reasons we already caught and it increases the firmness of the meat uh, when it becomes the meat is become much more firmer than mm -hmm. uh, a softer meat so uh, the bsf inclusion is in increasing the firmness and in shrimp studies uh, it was even surprising to the scientists to note the uh, taste of the shrimp is improving mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. if you use the bsf uh, so these are certain uh, studies uh, there is one scientific option like because of the presence of lauric acid the oxidative property of the meat gets reduced okay. means like the shelf life will be significantly improved mm -hmm. in the fresh meat mm -hmm. so uh, these are very special aspects in in terms of marketing uh, the end product which is being fed with you right that's interesting that's very interesting so yeah. are there any known allergens or anti nutritional factors associated with uh, bsfl that kind of need to be addressed during feed processing uh we uh, when we talk about bsfl and when people know that it has been reared out of uh, decaying substrate substrates uh, always there is a notion of data whether that that could be any uh, allergies or side effects or some transmissions happen via bsfl supply 
but the peculiar thing about bsfl bsfl gut microbiota is that it nullifies most of the uh, problematic substance or the bacterial uh, compositions that gets transmitted like e coli or salmonella even bsfl is being uh, researched for bioregeneration means it can act upon uh, heavy metals also it, it gets nullified when it gets entered into uh, bsfl's uh, gut so there is a huge difference of how we have been looking at the feed and how it is being done with bsfl the normal terms are not acting uh, is is not appropriate for bsfl to scale uh, to understand the feed so that is a major research also that is going on and okay. these are the results already being got whichever is going out of the the notorious thing that is getting into bsfl's gut is getting nullified very surprising and very very uh, uh, very curious creature i must say and and i just adore bsfl for its uh, efficiency or for the things that it can do for humans uh, very tiny creature but uh, look at the things that it can do it can just nullify most of the harmful things that we feel we didn't find solution for it mm-hmm. so uh, there basically is really remarkable i i must say okay. uh, the one thing that is uh, troubling as of uh, feed formulators are concerned is the titan level uh, mm. which called as an antinutritional aspect of okay. yes chitin mm. has both plus and minus chitin is really good for antimicrobial with its antimicrobial property so certain addition or certain level of inclusion of chitin really helps in fighting uh, against this uh, and keeping general health intact but uh, a higher level of chitin can uh, cause uh, digestive issues so that need to be taken uh, in, at least that can be corrected in harvesting process and also that need to be considered and um, certain research can be done on processing level to how to nullify that that can be a, I, i believe that can be corrected uh, in either in processing or in post harvest uh, okay okay so are there any potential uh, you know risks in using black soldier fly larva and then how can these risks be mitigated uh risk so uh, i would say it's like for any feed industry the general maintenance creating certain level of toxics and in the process it in storage level or in transit happens with the bsp also it's a, it's a perishable product we are talking about so those are the steps which we standardize standardly have, um, handling the bsf and the end product of bsf uh, need to be addressed in the similar way which has been done in this uh, traditional feed stock handling so i would say that would be a that would be the risk factor associated with uh, apart from that uh, there is no uh, sort of even in rearing part at least uh, people mm-hmm. have this question consistently whether yeah. it could be a pest yeah. it could mm. be a pest for agriculture or can it transmit diseases like the uh, flies house flies uh, right. but the best right. part with bsfl is it doesn't do Mm-hmm. it doesn't do because uh, bsfl we have to understand how bsfl operates in the nature so when when, when there is a waste starting start getting decay uh, bsfl would be entering in the third or fourth stage of the decaying process like heavily decaying uh, waste matter and it it processes almost a variety of waste almost any decaying matter it can be processed with bsfl after certain level of fermentation and decay but housefly uh, 
or um, fruit flies for that matter they uh, tend to drop in the first level itself before even uh, enzymatic decaying starts before even bacterial decay process starts so it, it hoppers on the fresh product itself which is a uh, consumable for human or livestock but that is not been done with bsf bsf requires certain level of uh, degree of uh, process in nature so it never exploded beyond a certain level the bsf population never exploded at all it is there in nature already existing everywhere but it never exploded like house flies it has its own control mechanism in nature so it can only be multiplied using a controlled environment with, with as a sustainable farming method it, it doesn't explode at all in nature so that is the difference vast difference between house fly and bsf and bsf doesn't interact with humans at all you can't see bsf outside you, you just can't see you can see you can see a larva but you can't see a fly at all uh, in nature that easily and compared okay. to house flies so that uh, itself uh, says uh, why it hasn't happened why it doesn't trigger certain transmission that would be the major reason okay okay so are there any uh, specific governmental regulations uh, regarding the production and use of uh, bsfl in animal feed are there currently any regulations as far as india is concerned we don't have any regulations bsfl mm -hmm. is still, uh, almost 10 years back the uh, back compared to other uh, world uh, there the bsfl has been uh, commercial level units almost six to some years they have reached to a very very good uh, stage but for in india it's a still a small industry nascent uh, uh, start is what is happening very very comparable number of uh, commercial units are running so we we require regulations actually uh, to expand this as an industry and that has been also um, uh, informed or given uh, to as a proposal to government as well but uh, in india we don't have any regulations but in mm -hmm. uh, other world and uh, western countries especially uh, like eu and uh, usa we have regulations uh, fco is as agreed for inclusion of bsfl for all the livestock uh, except for cattle uh, for swine poultry and aqua pet all all livestock is been approved and same goes with eu also the only constraint uh, difference i would say is that uh, they have limitations in the substrate that can be used for bsfl rearing uh, mainly i would i think and i conclude that maybe mainly because of the past history that they had with the uh, animal um, uh, segment with all the difficulties that they faced so the regulations still had to be um, worked upon or reworked where uh, people are also scientists are also working deeply to make it a common substrate like any substrate process with bsfl uh, approval is not there it's just a free consumer waste substrate is approved as a larvae grown from uh, free consumer waste is approved the post consumer waste is not approved uh, as far as uh, to be in the ofco is concerned uh, but in india uh, those uh, free consumer waste are not waste at all for us for as everything uh, everything that is consumable uh, is already being used in the feed industry so uh, our main pain point is on the post consumer waste so that is where we are employing bsfl so there is a difference and um, lot more research is need to be done uh, to rectify on the regulations 
uh, as far as my friends around the world they they do say they do understand how bsfl is getting processed and they they do know that uh, the harmfulness of any substrate gets nullified with bsfl so change in regulations uh, is required uh, and is being looked upon in future so that will also happen uh, because that is absolutely necessary because it majorly addresses the waste uh, it's not something that is getting used uh, there is no point uh, if something is directly getting into feed feeding that to larvae and feeding the larvae to the feed uh, is not economically viable so then addressing the waste itself which bsfl is very very good at so regulation changes will happen as well of course okay i'm sure you get the next question quite often which is what are the challenges and opportunities in using uh, bsfl in the in animal feed across uh, species first challenge is on the volume and the volume that we can cater right now it's not only in india around the globe uh, the volume required for the feed industry uh, it, uh, it couldn't be uh, supplied with the basic industry be it a 2 to 3% replacement of the existing feeds so well, the first challenge is a volume of production which will be addressed over the phase where the industry grows where we we still sitting at a point where uh, in western countries it is a very high infrastructure based projects basically Uh, operations or base of the farming is very high infrastructure based in india uh, we though we can do it in a very very economical way because of the favor that we get from our climatic conditions still india it's a new industry uh, still uh, machineries and processing equipments are need to be uh, explored more so that should be synergy and it, it will be happening in the coming years but uh, at the stage volume is one of the biggest concerns and with the volume consistency with the product with the with the nutritional level of bsfl is is another uh, uh, key aspect that is getting attached which is both of which is a challenge for uh, bsfl price point as i i already said it, it will mm-hmm. fall in between fish meal and soya so should okay. be uh, addressable but uh, these two volume and consistency would be a key uh, challenge as far as right. opportunity is concerned all these challenges could be converted as an opportunity in the coming years and we are looking forward to wonderful so you mentioned during an earlier conversation that uh, trials are still underway on the use of uh, bfs bsfl in the poultry uh, sector for the poultry industry so can you elaborate on this because that's where the major concentration is so can you kind of uh... uh as far as western countries are concerned trials are already being uh, in place they have got the approval showing that bsfl uh, either as a supplement of 50% inclusion or as a replacement of a 15 to 22% of replacement is, is totally okay as viable also uh but uh, without any uh, adverse effect it is at par with the traditional nutrition or superior so it's already been uh, been done and approvals are already uh, in place but in indian scenario trials are happening because for india it's a new indian passage so trials are happening within our national institutions and uh, outputs are still awaiting though we i get the information that outputs are exciting 
uh, especially in the general health maintenance of the birds and uh, FCR and the meat okay. quality, egg quality. So I'm also waiting for the uh, proper release of the outputs and papers that is being studied over the years. Uh, the one thing I want to add is more than uh, uh, there are certain practical things uh, instead mm -hmm. of just looking into the nutrition aspects, what the testing right. is, you know, just directly taking the figures into formulations. Uh, the practical trials are giving us more suggestions, more more wider information about, especially sure. for BSFR, because the parameters and numbers uh, uh, have some restrictions. Is found to have some restriction when we see the practicality, how how it performed uh, in the trials. So that is what we have to consider, the, especially for BSFR, because it's totally new nutrition, uh, uh, unexplored nutrition for the ages. There was no time in history where insect has been farmed in large scale and put into uses in the applications. So uh, more of a trial will give us more explore, uh, uh, wide uh, field of explorations in nutrition itself. We can really dig deeper into the nutritional aspects also. So that is where we have to concentrate on directly right. looking into the system. I just want to uh, emphasize on that because uh, it is absolutely important for us to get into the science. Thank you, Anupa, for this uh, time that you've taken out to be with us. And uh, we had a wonderful discussion. I hope uh, we see a lot more action on this front in the days to come. And uh, we need to see how this really impacts the industry going forward. Thank you so much, and we hope to be in touch with you and have you back at a later date when there's a little more development has happened on this. Thank you so much, Mr. Sanjoy, for this opportunity. Uh, I, I really uh, share the uh, efforts that you have taken up to bring in podcast uh, into poultry sector, and this is something revolutionary for this industry. I would say not many is happening uh, in par with the moving technological advancements. So. Very, very, really thank you for this opportunity. And it's a good platform for me also to explain about uh, BSFL. And the questions that you had is really provoking and uh, helps in uh, giving the knowledge exactly what is required to the feed industry. So thank you so much for this session. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you and like, uh, uh, interacting with you. Uh, and looking forward to future of this also to explain more about BSFL. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Sanjay. Thank you. Bye. To be notified of upcoming podcasts, like and subscribe our YouTube channel at IPR Radio today.